Hey everyone, Nick here. Before we get started, I just want to let you all know there's a special surprise somewhere in this podcast. And if you make it to it, then you're going to get a special surprise. Okay, here we go. Enjoy the show. The Secret to Success, Part 2, The Law of Compensation. Hey everyone, this is Nick Chamberlain, host of the NCC Audio Podcast. And in today's episode, we will be going over the second law of success. This is the second part in a five-part series where we are discussing the go-giver. And I'm super excited to continue this series. If you didn't hear the first part, the first part was the first law, the law of value. So make sure you go back and listen to that and get the book and get caught up with us because we are going to be delving into, not diving this week, but we're going to be delving into the second law, the law of compensation. And my co-host to help me along with this ride on the second part of this book study is Mr. Brandon Manderson. Hey, Brandon, how's it going? Hey there, Nick. I'm glad to be here and I'm glad that we don't have to continue to dive into the pool because today... Um, Mm -hmm. well, last time I was making some pretty big splashes, so I'm uh, excited to uh, not get, you know, fours across the board with the judges, so. I know. So last week when I I was... I only know cannonballs. I can't splash. (laughs) I mean, I can't dive. Even when you dive, your body makes a huge cannonball. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) No, it was funny because last week I was editing the podcast and I kept saying, okay, let's dive into this. And Brandon made this diving joke and like, little splash, little splash. And when we were recording the podcast, I didn't notice that until we went back and we were editing it. And I was like <laughs> laughing the whole time when I was editing the podcast. I'm always here playing tricks, you know. I know. Just whispering into the microphone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it makes it very entertaining. That's why I'm glad you're here to help me talk about the second law, the law of compensation. So let's dive <laughs> into oh, this. Oh, no. You asked me to do something I cannot do. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Yeah, big splash every time. Okay, so this is day two of our character, Joe. He is meeting with this super powerful business consultant. Pindar. Pindar, right? And so day two, he is meeting with the CEO to learn the second law. And I can't wait to learn what this second law is. I told you what the title is, but we don't know what the definition is. Yeah. So, what does it mean? No, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. We yeah. will know. What, what does, we yeah, will so know what it means. Nick and I know it. what it means. Yeah. You're going to find out. Unless you've already read the book. Yeah. Then we're just doing a little study together to really think yeah, about. Thanks for coming in. Thanks yeah. for bringing us coffee. So Joe, he arrives at the, at, at the learning systems for children. Right. Mm-hmm. So... It's kind of funny. Joe meets the receptionist, and the receptionist brings Joe to one of the conference rooms. And he opens up the door, and it's all these adults who are in what it looks like a kindergarten room. They're painting with their fingers. They're using modeling clay. <laughs> and, like kind they're being CEOs loud. are these guys? Come on. <laughs> the reception was like, oops, wrong door. And Joe was like, what in the world was that? Right? <laughs> it's like the weirdest sight in the whole <laughs> I know. What? And so she, the receptionist brings Joe to the correct room, but this room looks exactly like the other room, but there's no one in it. So he just kind of goes to the m- middle of the floor and just waits. Starts finger painting a little bit, you know. I would, yeah. <laughs> and then he is there waiting, and then this nice 
young woman comes and says, hi, I'm Nicole. What's your name? And Joe was like, you know, my name's Joe. I'm just waiting for the CEO to get this business meeting started. Business, business, business. And then Nicole gave Joe another cup of Joe to (laughs) wait for the CEO. (laughs) So as soon as Joe starts talking to Nicole, Pindar arrives into the conference room. And Pindar says, hey, Nicole, and gives her a big hug. And then Joe realized, oh, the CEO is Nicole. He's been talking with Nicole this whole time. And the CEO brought Joe a cup of Joe for him to enjoy. You know? Wow. And so that's like a little hint right what there. What a CEO. I know, right? Just Cup of Joe for Joe. What was she doing? She was serving Joe. Serving him. Yeah. So when, we, when you read throughout this book, there's a lot of little hints of what these leaders are doing to help us think about what it's like to be a good leader, you know, a good business leader and how to give to others. Like, mm-hmm. Even if you are the CEO, you still can bring your guests simple things like coffee. Yeah. Yeah. The theme about the about this book is just everyone's always serving and helping each other. Yeah. What a world. Yeah. What a life. The title, The Mm Go-Giver. Joe starts talking to Nicole, right, to get to know, like, well, how did you become the CEO? He's going through all these people's lives that he's meeting with to fully understand how they got there to this point in their career, right? Because Joe's trying to build up his career as he goes throughout this book. And so... Joe begins to talk with Nicole, and Nicole tells the story of developing the learning systems for children, right? Mm-hmm. So Nicole was a grade school teacher. The parents loved her approach to teaching, and her students loved her, but she just wasn't help- happy. She felt constrained by a system that was geared to teaching children only how to memorize and recite. So over time, she devised a series of games that engaged the kids' creativity and intellectual curiosity. She was thrilled to find that her inventions helped the children learn and grow. But she grew frustrated with the fact that she couldn't help more than 20 or 25 kids at a time. And she was barely surviving on her teacher's salary. So she had this solution, but she could only help 20 to 25 kids at a time. Mm. But she had this growing desire to help more kids. Yeah. And There's more than just 20 to 25 kids in the whole world. I think so. There's there a few more. There might be at least one more. 26, 27, at least 30 to 100 yeah. of kids out there. And she knew she could help all of them. Right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes on to say, I expect you already know the first law of stratospheric success. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment, Joe replied. So if you want to dive more into that, here we go, diving in. Go back to <laughs> the part one of the series on the secrets to success where we talk all about that. But now we're moving on to the second law. So we're growing, you know, all these little things we're talking about. It's we're, just a refresher Yeah, on the first one. Yeah, we're hinting, hinting to what the second law is. Yeah, yeah. like last week we were diving, you know, we're yeah. getting... Today we're taking a little dip, a little refresher, mm-hmm. getting fresh in the in the water. Mm-hmm. We're coming back out. We're delving this week. We're delving into it, right? And we're getting hints all throughout this chapter. Right. Yeah. Value was last week. Yeah, and we now this is the anymore. law of compensation. <laughs> Just kidding. So you know, it's a little recap. Joe does. So the first law determines how valuable you are. Mm-hmm. Nicole continued, right. In other words, your potential income, how much you could earn. But it's the second law that determines how much you actually do earn. 
Oh, Joe's like, oh, this is where the money's coming in. How all much right. do I get finally, to earn? Let me finally cash in all this value I've been giving. Mm-hmm. So Nicole mentioned how much of the kids enjoyed the games she created and how much they seemed to benefit from them. Knowing, and then she met this dad who was a software engineer, right? Oh. And so he helped develop a software that helped the kids learn through Nicole's learning program, Ooh. right? Through her games that she created, and this dad coded them into um, products and software. Teamwork. Yes, sir. And then when she was developing this system and games and programs, she managed to find some seed capital through a friend of a friend, a man she simply called The Connector. Ooh. The Connector. There's The Connector. Remember The Connector in part one? Mm-hmm. The connector who helped Ernesto build his big his real big... estate empire and mm-hmm. all his multiple restaurants. Mm-hmm. Well, here's Nicole again. Yep. <laughs> and here's Nicole again with the connector helping her to grow her learning system mm-hmm. for the kids to help her grow her business. Sounds like a theme here. I know. So who is this connector? So Sounds like a superhero yeah. or a supervillain. I think we'll find out superhero in part problem. five. But... We still have a lot to learn until then. Okay, let's continue. Yeah, let's keep that on the back of my mind, right? So, through the learning systems for children, Nicole expected to touch the lives of 20 to 25 million kids. Where before, when she was a teacher in one classroom, that is at least one more than 20 to 25, (laughs) six. I know. At least one. At least one more. Maybe a little more. Maybe a little more. Yeah. So, she was helping 20 to 25 kids in one classroom. Right. Yeah. And now with this learning system, she's going to be helping twenty to twenty-five million kids. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's all right. Yeah, she's doing. And she says, and that, in a nutshell, is the second law, the law of compensation. Mm. Hmm. So we got a lot. We got into this a lot quicker than we did last episode, right? Mm -hmm. But it was a short story, so we're just kind of like quickly getting into it. Going, if you want to get the full story of her life and everything, they get into that. We're just kind of skipping through it, yeah. You know, for a quick podcast, just so people can, yeah, um, we're like the spark notes, yeah. And like, so we can just get into like, what is the second law? This go-giving law. The first law was the law of value. The second law is the law of compensation. Yeah. And are you ready to hear what that is, Brandon? Yes, I am. All right. Here it goes. But first off, we want to thank our sponsors. Pop-Tarts. Welcome to the world of Pop-Tarts. Have you ever thought, man, life is a little tart right now. It could really use a little bit of pop. Pop Pop-Tarts. Strawberry. Cinnamon. S'mores. Anything you can imagine. Pop-Tarts. We'd like to thank Pop-Tarts for donating... 550,000 million points to us here at NCC Audio. And for every listen, we get 550,000 million points donated to NCC Audio. <laughs> what do these points do? That's up for you to decide. To decide, Pop-Tarts. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pop-Tarts, for again feeding my family after I microwave you. Okay, so now we got that <laughs> over with. I'm super excited yeah, to talk about Pop-Tarts. this second law. The law of compensation. So this is how it reads, right? Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. So I understand the the part where her new software is going to be helping 20 to 25 million kids, right? Mm -hmm. So her value went up tons because look at all those people she's serving. But then it's also dependent on how well you serve them. 
Yeah. So what if her software is just like horrible? Yeah. What and like it fails, right? It fails. It doesn't teach kids anything. It just makes them mad. <laughs> it keeps lagging. It keeps lagging. There's so many glitches. Yeah. Just like weird yeah. things keep popping up like, like grocery bags. Like what are those? <laughs> that would be terrible. 15 cents for those. Yeah. And so that just, I remember when I first read this, I just saw your income is de- determined by how many people you serve. And then I never really finished ha- and how well you serve them. So it's the both and for this one. Mm-hmm. So y- you want to serve as many people as possible in the best way possible. Right. You don't want to give anybody yeah. half a cookie. Yeah. If somebody asks for one cookie, you give them two. Yeah. You go above and beyond. Yeah. So especially when it comes to podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. You want to give as much information as you can. Right. Because with podcasting, you're able to reach a lot of listeners, a lot of people. Like the Mm -hmm. potential is really, really high. Yeah. And so you want to make sure you serve them extremely well. And the same thing goes with your business and any business. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're using this go-giver mentality of the second law, the more people you can reach and the better you can serve them, the better you're going to grow. Yeah. And then (laughs) Nicole paused and then added, or to put it another way, your compensation is directly proportional to how many lives you touch. Wow. Wow. So she's touching 20 to 25 million kids' lives, and each kid has two parents. So she's touching their lives as well. Right. So it's no longer quality over quantity, and it's not quantity over quality. It's both it's and. both and. You like need high quality and high quantity when it comes to serving. Yeah. So everyone you meet, you should be serving. So to take it to my business, so I'm serving about maybe about 10 clients right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm serving them to the best of my ability, like trying to do the highest quality job I can. Mm -hmm. But how do I take that 10 and turn it into 100 clients, into 1,000 clients, into 100,000 clients? So if I can do that and serve them just as well, then my value will be going up. My income will be going up. Be, well, right. obviously, yeah. Yeah, well, if you have more clients. Yeah, if I have 100,000 clients, that'd be pretty cool. Hopefully, you make like at least a dollar more than what you were making with I'm 10 hoping clients. so, yeah. And I got to make sure that my quality is always surpassing it. Yeah. What it needs to be. So if, say, I have my 10 clients, if I have, you know, tw- double it, have 20, I got to make sure I'm serving the 20 even better than I am serving the 10. Exactly. And the the more I grow, hopefully the more and more I can be able to serve. And that would be amazing. Amen. It also means there are no limitations on what you can earn because you can always find more people to serve. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Remember how we talked about there's like 6 billion people here on Earth? Mm-hmm. I got to get the number of that. In 2018... The population of Earth was 7,655,957,369. All right, so there's um, 7.6 billion people here on Earth. As of two years ago? Yeah, 2018. So everyone, there's a lot of people here to serve on the Earth. And if you have a great idea that can be helpful, then go out there and do it, right? There's a lot of people people out there you can serve. There's a lot of people that need your help. The more people you serve and the more people you help, the more valuable you will be and the higher and the more successful you will be and the more income you will 
ultimately receive. Right. Even though that's not a good ultimate goal in the end. It's just good. Exactly. Because you need, you know, income to take care of your family, to care, take care of yourself, and to ultimately to take care of others. Yeah. Sweet. So when we continue this chapter, learning about the law of compensation, Joe had a question to Nicole. I'm curious about the first meeting, the one with the software dad and the marketing mom. Didn't it occur that they might just take your ideas and run with them? Nicole looked puzzled. Run with them? I mean steal them. Run with the whole idea and cut you out of the picture. Nicole smiled. To tell you the truth, I never gave it a thought. All I could think about was how much good we could accomplish. She looked pensive. But I did go through an interesting period of adjustment, and that's when I really started to understand the law of compensation. Once I realized just how big this could, could grow, I nearly sabotaged the whole thing. Suddenly, it all made me nervous. And Joe asked, why? Were you afraid it would go get out of hand and fall apart? No, quite the opposite. I was afraid it would get out of hand and become really successful. Oh, no. Terrible. <laughs> so... Why do you think she would be afraid of it being so successful? Um, I think because with more power comes more responsibility. That's, yeah. You know, from the famous Spider-Man quote. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think when you, it could be very stressful when you know you have a lot of people kind of riding on you. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that would be like, scary. If you kind of mess up with one person, especially in a big program like that, it could mess up a lot of people. Uh, that could be kind of scary. And like all the different things you're going to have to do to be able to serve all those people, it's a bit frightening. A little bit. Right? It's a lot of work. And she had the idea that she might get rich and she was scared. You know, she was scared. Will I change as a person? Because... She was afraid there are only two kind of people, right? Mm-hmm. There are those who do good mm-hmm. and those who get rich. She didn't believe that you could be both. Yeah. And then she realized it wasn't serving. And so she decided to change her mindset. Mm-hmm. And Joe said, you just decided? Yep, she said. So you can just do that, Joe said. Anyone can, she smiled. Noting Joe's doubting look. Have you ever made up a story? Joe glanced around the playroom conference room. He flashed back to his kindergarten days and laughed. I sure used to. Plenty of them. Your life works the same way, Nicole says. You just make it up. Being broke and being rich are both decisions. You make them up right up here. And she tapped on their temple. Everything else. (laughs) Everything else is just how it plays out the heck okay so brandon i was yeah. gonna ask you about that yeah go ahead so being broke and being rich are both decisions right i feel like a lot of people in our society would have some pushback on that i think a lot of people would i think that well at least in america where you can basically have like a freedom to choose the life you want to live it'll you know and in most countries i think you know you get to choose to wake up every day and to work hard and to to work for what you want to do you know yeah like you do with your business and your podcast and your family you want to keep your family alive therefore you do keep your family alive you could wake up and be like yeah i don't feel like it yeah but you don't do that so i guess you're right yeah being broke 
you have to choose to be broke in a way. Yeah. And it could be in lots of senses. You yeah. Know? It doesn't have to necessarily be, be money. financial. Yeah. Yeah. To not work one day mm-hmm. is a choice, right? right? You're like, I'm not going to go to work. You can wake up one day and, and say, I'm just not going to show up to work. Yeah. And the other days you can say, I'm going to work or mm-hmm. I'm going to work above and beyond how I've been working. Mm-hmm. I am going to take what I have and try to improve it. Or I can just make the choice of being where I am at mm-hmm. and just coasting throughout the day. Just like, well, I got everything in, everything I need to do. And to not better yourself is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of choices. Lots of choices every day. But what? I don't want to get it too political, you know? No, we're not going to go there. I was you like your listeners. I, lo- I love my listeners. You love your listeners. And if they've made it this far in the podcast, I want to surprise you all with an amazing gift. And if you want to receive that gift, please contact me at nick at nccaudio.com and please write the email header as gift and say, hey, I heard that you have a gift for me. And I will reach out to you, and I'll send you an amazing gift. Or please reach out to him on Instagram, NCC Audio on Instagram, or Facebook. Yeah. Please, somebody reach out to Nick. (laughs) He's offering free things. (laughs) Yeah. And then Joe, okay, I'm moving on. Okay, moving on, yeah. Joe thought back to this Saturday, his Saturday morning conversation with Pendar. What you focus on is what you get. So I'm just going to focus on a ton of rip. (laughs) Six packs. Just wait. Just mm-hmm. one six pack on my. Oh, your body. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a bunch of Zach Efron picture. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I was talking about beer. One six pack. Just a bunch oh, of six yeah, packs of beer. Totally. That'll work. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all just going to show up. I don't my know where mine was, my mind was <laughs> for a second. <laughs> no. I was talking about my six pack abs, but right now it's just a one pack full of <laughs> cozy, yummy Ale Smith beer. All right, so that was a pretty short chapter, honestly. I it feel was, like yeah. we took a, maybe a little too long just kind of uh, talking about it, but, you know, we just had some fun. It's yeah. been a while since our last podcast. It's been about a week. And so uh, just to recap, the second law is your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. So go out there with your business. Serve as many people as possible and serve them as well as possible. And you all remember, after learning the first law, he has to go and apply the first law. Right. So, Brandon, we didn't do this at the beginning, but we need to talk about how we fulfilled the first law last week. Right. Do you want to start? Do you want to start? Or do I want to start? Or do you want to start? Or do I want to start? Okay. So No, I'll start. No, I'll start. No. I have an you idea. You start. Okay, I'll start. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> So just to take a real life example, I have this potential client and I offered my services and she wrote back, can you please send me a detailed list of all the podcast equipment I need to get and whatnot? And I was thinking in my selfish ways, that's part of the first meeting once after you, you know, you pay for the consultation and then I give you all that information after I you pay me. But then I was like, mm-mm-mm, Nick, just use the go-giver mindset. And so, you know what I did? What'd you do? I sent her a nice list of all the podcast equipment she needed to make a great-sounding podcast within her budget. That's great. 
And so I just freely gave it and... Didn't charge her extra? No, because, you know, we're still going to have the meeting and I'm still going to have to explain everything and how to use it and how to set it up. And so there was no reason for me not to give her information. Yeah, Great information. You should totally just give her great information. And so if anyone needs any help on podcasts or anything, I'm here to help you out. I'll give you information, all the information you need. If you want to dive into it, then we can have a meeting, a one-on-one meeting. And that's when I really dive into it. Yeah. Same thing here. I'll give people information on whatever they ask me. (laughs) I could Google it. You know? You have questions about uh, horned frogs? I can give them to you. I can give you information. Okay, Brandon, your turn. What did you do to build your law of value? my law of value so the last two weekends i've been filming short films multiple different short films (laughs) and it's been crazy it's literally been insane we've been filming so many short films four short films in four weekends it's ridiculous anyways so i haven't been the camera guy i've kind of just been the behind the scenes guy like kind of just doing whatever needs to be done actually i was an actor in one of them that's kind of cool but the other day, one of my uh, colleagues said, oh, no, I'm running late. I won't be able to pick up all the food. Could you do it? And I said, yes, I can. And I went out and picked up the food, and I also got a couple of extra snacks, and everybody loved them. And I paid my own money for those. And people absolutely loved them, and it made morale really high because people loved gummy worms and coconut caramel Oreos, wow. which I bought. And it really boosted morale. And, you know, I wasn't doing a whole lot. It wasn't my film. I wasn't the director. I wasn't the cameraman. I was just a guy behind the scenes. And I decided to do that for everyone else. So you built up your value. I did. I tried, at least. Yeah, by giving away some free things and going above beyond and um, just helping out and supporting the film. Yeah. That's great. And if anyone here has an example of how they applied the first law... Please feel free to email me, and I will just—I'd love to talk about it on the next podcast, or one of the podcasts, or the final wrap-up podcast about this Ooh. five-part series. That'd be super cool. That'd be super cool, especially if somebody had like questions. You know, maybe yeah. maybe somebody can email you, and you can do a question at the end of it. Yeah. What if you can do a listener question? If they have a question to ask me, and I can answer it. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So, yeah. first person to email Nick gets their question on the podcast. That'd be super cool. Okay, so let's go on to how Joe fulfilled the second law. The second law of compensation. Moving a little quickly through here, so Joe arrives back at his office after his lunch meeting with the CEO to learn the second law, right? Mm -hmm. And right before he arrived to his office, he had to go drop off Pindar at his house. And Rachel, Pindar's um, helper or... You know, he she helps Pindar with the cooking and the food and whatnot. She also brews and creates this wonderful coffee. So she gave her a bag of these amazing ground coffee beans and gave them to Joe. And so Joe went to his office and he was wondering, well, how am I going to serve a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. To the highest quality, best way possible. Yeah. So he saw the bag of coffee and you know what he did? What he brewed every single person on his floor a cup of coffee but he didn't just do that he didn't he also knew exactly what to put in their coffee like one a co-worker he did a touch of half and half and just one sugar and she's like how did you know that joe and that's because he's just been observant you know and mm-hmm. you just go above and beyond and 
Just he wanted not to make, make a people cup of feel valued. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to make people feel valued, and he just served as as many people as possible to the best way as he could, to the highest quality. Right. And then <laughs> Gus saw Joe doing all this, right? And Gus was like, so you've met the CEO. You went through day two. You learned the second law. How did it feel to go around and to serve all those people? And you know what Joe said? What did Joe say? Joe said, to tell you the truth, I felt like an idiot. Oh, okay, <laughs> Joe. Come on, man. Right? Joe felt amazing to serve all those people. Guess not. No. Yeah. Because sometimes serving people, like, you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, to go outside of yourself and to help people and to help as many people as possible. Yeah. Um, I can relate it to, I helped feed the homeless before, and, like, I felt really uncomfortable, like, putting myself out there. I don't know why, but at the end, like, you feel really good helping someone mm-hmm. into, like, putting work into doing something that's really going to benefit someone else. Yeah. So even if you feel foolish, like you're you're going to feel foolish, just get over that sense of foolishness and help them. Because mm-hmm. in the end, you are going to feel more fulfilled than you were before. Yeah, exactly. And then Joe's boss says, sometimes you feel foolish, even look foolish, but you do the thing anyway. Thanks, think, Gus. Um, That's what we just said. I think a good, uh, another good analogy would be like if you're ever hanging out with like a, like a toddler, yeah. or like a baby, um, which I know you've done that a couple times. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, I have a big toddler and a big baby now. Yeah, the but you know if they're ever just one. like crying and you don't know what to do, and so you you start doing like a crazy dance or something, and just start making yourself look ridiculous. Yeah. Just to try and get them to laugh or calm down or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like you make crazy, silly faces you know, just to get them. Just to get them to laugh or yeah, and yeah. just to help them, you know, mm-hmm. just to feel like you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to help them. Yeah. I want totally. them to help them stop crying, stop feeling this pain. Yeah. So you start doing silly things, you know, mm. and I'm sure maybe, I don't know, for me, it feels weird the first few times doing mm-hmm. that with a kid, you know. Yeah. Um, But then... Like at the end when they start smiling, then you're like, oh. It's worth it. I did something. Yeah. You know? I love that. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. You're welcome, Nick. And so that pretty much wraps up the second law, the law of compensation. Mm-hmm. But then there's a little section after that uh, where Joe talks about Rachel, right? Yeah, the lady who made all that coffee. Yeah, so I thought this would be a nice little bonus section to add into this podcast. Bonus section. Bonus section. Bonus. So the next day, Joe goes to Pindar's house and starts talking to Rachel, Rachel Pindar's uh, helper. She was hired right out of college, right? Mm -hmm. Because she knew how to cook well and she made an amazing cup of coffee. And Pindar said, if you know how to do both of those those things, then, and she was a hard worker, then I'm going to hire you. So she was hired on the spot, right? So Rachel, she loves to make coffee and she loves to serve people. Mm -hmm. But then... Joe was asking Rachel, um, so how old is Pindar? He looks like, you know, maybe upper 50s, maybe in his 60s. And Rachel says, he's 75. 
And Joe's like, what? <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> How no is that way. possible? He, and Rachel says, he does more. He travels more and accomplishes more than most men half his age. None of us can keep up with them. Really? Pindar didn't strike Joe as the driven type, but he always seems so relaxed. Rachel laughed. Of course he seems relaxed. He is relaxed. Whoever said being anxious gets more accomplished? I don't know. I love that. So why are we feeling anxious? I don't know. There's really no reason to feel anxious. But I guess one thing is if you're feeling a lot of anxiety, if you're feeling anxious, take a step back and really think about, okay, why am I feeling anxious? Why do I feel all this anxiety? Mm -hmm. And try to pinpoint that certain thing that's making you feel anxious. Yeah. Right. I think for someone like Pindar within the fi- within the film within the book, mm-hmm. um, uh, a reason he may not feel this anxiety is because he's doing everything the right way, you know. Yeah. Especially with business and his life, you know, his life is being a businessman. Um, he's doing things the right way, you know. He's showing people that they have value. He's helping people. Mm. he's he's doing things the right way you know he's making good relationships with people Mm -hmm. um you know as far as we know he's not doing anything illegal so so he doesn't have anything to be anxious about so everything he does right now is not self-centered yeah he's not thinking about himself Mm -hmm. he's just thinking about others and how he can serve others and help others Mm -hmm. so i feel like if you have that mindset what are you going to be anxious about what are you going to feel anxiety about right yeah it's like, okay, well, I'm hungry right now. I'm really hungry. But then other pe- my child's hungry. Well, let me go serve my child in this moment. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be full and satisfied. And you're going to feel happy in the sense of fulfillment that you're like, oh, I just filled my child. Yeah. And now I get to eat because they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like that's a good mindset. So if you're feeling anxious, feeling full of anxiety, just be like, okay, well, maybe I'm just being a little self-centered right now just thinking about my worries which we all have our own legitimate worries but how can we go out and serve and help someone yeah to grow this go-giver mindset could be a good challenge and then you're anxious to try and help someone else yeah i also like this next little thing so joe and rachel were talking then pindar enters the room and the moment they heard the storyteller's voice they felt themselves relax like, how does that, how's that even possible? You walk into a room and you just say, hey, everyone. And everyone in the room's just like, ah, I feel relaxed. <laughs> I feel at peace now since this person is here. Yeah. I guess if you just have that complete go-giver, selfless attitude, then people are just going to really take a hold of that and really grab on to this person is not about themselves. They're right. about helping me mm-hmm. and i can see how that could make someone feel really relaxed yeah i can see that too all right so moving on to the final part of this bonus section okay so they just give a little bit of background of rachel's story so rachel came from a poor neighborhood and began working to help support her family when she was just 15 years old she took work doing anything and everything she cleaned houses landscaped answered phones waited tables Short order cooked, worked construction, painted houses, and more. Eventually, she put herself through college on this diverse collection of jobs. Some of these tasks she enjoyed more than others. However, she approached 
each one as though she loved it. She did this by reminding herself that regardless of how much or how little she cared for the task itself, she relished the opportunity to survive, save, and serve. Survive, save, and serve, Joe interrupted. Sounds like a motto. It easily could be, agreed Pindar. They are the three universal reasons for working. Survive, to meet your basic needs. Save, to go beyond your basic needs and expand your life. And serve, to make a contribution to the world around you. Joe thought of Nicole's reflection on her own early fear of success. It wasn't serving. Unfortunately, continued Pindar, most people spend their entire lives focusing on the first, surviving. A small number focus on the second, saving. But those rare few who are truly successful, and not just financially, but genuinely successful in all aspects of their lives, keep their focus squarely on the third, serving. Survive, save, and serve. Mm-hmm. There we go. Wow, beautiful. I like that. I think I like that too. So I hope everyone enjoyed this part two of going through the Go-Giver and learning about the secrets of success to stratospheric success. So the second law was the law of compensation, where we go about helping as many people as we can to the highest quality and to the best of our ability as we can. Exactly. All right, Brandon. So this week we're going to apply the second law. Right. And we're going to talk about it next week. Help as many people as we can to the highest ability that we can. Yep. Let's do it. Starting now. Uh, Nick, do you need help finishing that beer? I do. <laughs> Let's go crack open another one. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of NCC Audio Podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. I'm not sure where you're going to like because I'm not on YouTube yet, but soon we will be. But you can like by going to the NCC Audio um, Facebook page, Instagram page, like some wonderful photos, you know. You can connect <laughs> with me by going to all the social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, or emailing me at nick at nccaudio.com. I hope you all have or a, something special, too. Or something special, too. Yep, if you got that far, if you skip through and you're just wondering what, maybe just reverse a little bit in the middle of the podcast, and then you'll find something a little special. And thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.